They'll spend hours on it. Here's what's making news. Somebody get some water, please. We'll spend one minute. Let's go. The top stories from across the nation. Gone in 60 seconds. He's got it. He's got it bad. I don't know if he's got it bad, but Kevin Durant has been tested positive for the corones. Yeah, the coronavirus. Got him. Uh, Here's what we know. Yeah, He's and sick again, and he'll be fine. Right. And, and, and again, he didn't even know he had it. Most of these guys don't even know they have it. They're just carriers. Uh, Philip Rivers. Leaving officially L.A. Looks like he's going to finish his career. A one-year contract with the Indianapolis Colts. So you can't have more than 10 people gathering together? What yep. does Philip Rivers and all his kids and wife do? <laughs> what what happens there? I would love to know. That's good one, Evo. Oh, man. So That's Cam funny. Newton, he's allowed to seek a trade. What will his landing spot be? Could it be the Chicago Bears? Uh, yeah, and you know, with, with Teddy Bridgewater, by the way, who gets a three-year, $63 million deal, what now does Carolina do with the seventh pick? Everybody said they were going to take a quarterback. Mm. Glad you caught us up. Gone in 60 seconds. You, you know, go back. Remember when we were doing the, would the Packers ever consider a quarterback at 30 game? Uh, because Brian Gutekunst had made that comment that he said, any, any positions on the table? And I'm like, yeah, he's just giving you hyperbole. He's saying like, if Tua Tagovailoa was number one on their board, falls to thirty, they would draft him. Kind of like Aaron Rodgers. You know, I'm sure Ted Thompson will say, "Well, the reason we took him at 24 is because we had him ranked number one, and he fell." What if now with all this quarterback, which I still don't think, because somebody will trade up or do something, but you suddenly have teams that a week, two weeks, three weeks ago were in the quarterback market. I mean. Like, the obvious choice would be Carolina. Every mock draft everywhere had them taking either Bryce Love or Justin Herbert. They just gave Teddy Bridgewater $63 million for three years. It would make absolutely zero sense to draft a quarterback if you're Carolina. So there's one, you know, then the domino starts going down to down to down. Doesn't mean I think at 30 the Packers are going to have a quarterback. But I do think some of these guys that were projected to be very high are going to fall and then you got to wonder when the Packers do get to thirty, will there be maybe a better player there than we originally thought? Because what is this? What is all this quarterback? When is this quarterback run going to start now? Especially if teams continue, like if Cam Newton goes to it, like the the Chargers, are they going to now? They going to draft a quarterback because they got the fifth pick, or do the Chargers go out and say, hell, if we can get Cam Newton for a couple years, uh, we'll do that. And I think you know it's 2020 is a brave new world, man. You can you can you can identify with whatever you want to identify with. If you want to identify as a crazy cat lady that loves going to farmers markets, Cam Newton's got that dress down for you. He's got that attire. I think he would fit really well with L.A. when it comes to the fashion sense. Oh, for sure. Like that would be his market. Cam Newton with the scarf on his head, wearing a skirt or something. That's great for L.A. That's pure L.A. But. What are you concerned if Cam Newton goes to the Chicago Bears? Uh, I mean, I think he's a much better quarterback than Mitchell Trubisky. Concerned? I mean, look, that was still a team that went five and eleven last year in Carolina. I know Cam didn't play much at all, but two years ago they had a losing record too. I mean, look, this guy is a league MVP. Uh, but with what Chicago wants to do, I think it makes sense, right? They they want to play defense and and run and just have a quarterback that doesn't suck. So, I mean, I would think, and by the way, the Bears did play pretty good at the end, didn't they? Win like four of their last five games or something. So they did play better at the end. Um, yeah, I mean, I would concern. I mean, I I would say it makes the Bears better. I still think right now, like we were talking about this this week, on paper, is any, is what, has anything in the NFC North changed your opinion that Green Bay is not by, you know, still the, no. the, by far and away the pick? Nothing has not changed my opinion on that. The Packers, the Packers right now are the cream of the crop of the NFC North. Um, now Cam would Cam, no, but would Cam Newton challenge that? If Cam, because right now you'd have to say the Vikings are the second best team because they made the playoffs last year as well, right? Yes. If Cam Newton went to Chicago, who's a better team, the Vikings or the Bears? I I think I would say the Bears. Uh, I I definitely say the Vikings. I I don't. Didn't you have that? Is that the same bet from last year? Yeah, who would win more games? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, the, Stephon still... Diggs. Stephon Diggs was literally the deep threat for the Vikings. He's now a Buffalo Bill. Adam Thielen was battling hamstring injuries. Like, who is on that Vikings roster skill wise? And what's Kirk Cousins? Choke artist. He's Mister Five Hundred. Yeah, I. I it's You're a good. Acting like the Bears are Mister Clutch. 
Like Trubisky is still the quarterback. How in the world no, was it acting like Cam, the Bears are Mr. Clutch? Cam Newton. What are you talking about? Cam Newton hasn't been Cam what? Newton since 2016. Cam Newton it was a, like a, so much better than Mitch Trubisky. He lost his job to Kyle Allen. Yeah, last but he was year. he was like injured the whole year. He's Mitch been Trubisky was healthy. How in the world was I ever acting like the Bears were Mr. Clutch? They stink. You just said how the the Vikings the don't Vikings have lost Stephon Diggs, their biggest deep threat. Adam Thielen was out the whole year of a hamstring injury. What is Kirk Cousins? He stinks too. I'd take Kirk Cousins over Mitch Trubisky, though. Yeah, yeah right like, now I'd say the Vikings. And then I'd, I'd take Vikings. Cam Newton light years well, okay. ahead of who, Mitch Trubisky. Who would you guys? Who who do you think? Who would you rather have right now then? Kirk Cousins or Cam Newton? Kirk Cousins. Oof. That's it. Man, that's a close one. I think I would take Cam. Newton. I think I would lean Cam Newton too. I mean, obviously, I would take Cousins over Trubisky, and if, if no doubt, uh, and if that, I mean, right now, then I would say the Vikings are a better team. Uh, than the Bears, but if they get another quarterback of the guys that are left, it's a good question. I mean, they only had one more win. Uh, the Vikings did in the Bears. Now they, I mean, they did make the playoffs. I don't think the Bears are going to make the playoffs with Mitchell Trubisky. No. And by the way, I love the, uh, the. Did you guys see the Cam Newton? Uh, you know, or the the Panthers come out and they spin zone it like, hey, we're giving Cam Newton permission, yeah, permission. to seek a trade, and Cam's like. <laughs> I never asked for permission. That's just like <laughs> your way of saying you're going to cut me. So, uh-huh. like, we're going to give you permission. Cam's like, yeah, I never asked for permission. Duh. That's it's funny how teams got to spin out like that. It's like we all we all know what's going on. Cam Newton wants out, and he's going to get his wish. Uh, all right, six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. We'll uh, we'll talk more about the Brady Domino effect uh, in the NFC. You know, do you? You know, we we'll always do this at the beginning of the season. Well, here are the Super Bowl contenders in the NFC, and you'll, you know, you hope Packers are on the list. You'll say San Francisco. You'll say New Orleans. Uh, you know, where does that line stop? Do you put in Philadelphia, Dallas, now Tampa Bay with Brady, Seattle? So, how much has things changed in the NFC with this news? Uh, Tom Brady, a member of the Buccaneers. I would always binge watch or maybe binge listen to like the camp, the, the swing, Wisconsin football roundtable, Wisconsin basketball roundtable. How many podcasts of your Zach Halpern could I binge on here during the quarantine? I think you should just do them all. Uh, start at the beginning, start in August, and and run through the entire season of the camp. I mean, it probably you know be a, an up and down ride for you. <laughs> Yeah. The highs of Michigan, the lows of Illinois. I was gonna say, did you you didn't? I don't want to relive Illinois. Illinois. I was gonna say you didn't accidentally delete the Illinois one, did you, Zach? Because that that might be something to consider. It, I did not. Uh, not exactly well listened to, as you'd imagine. We got to take um, the good with the bad, but, though. Yeah, you know? I suppose you do. You do. No so, doubt. Zach, yesterday, and then you put out probably the last swing of the season, or yeah. definitely is the last swing. Unfortunately. What, what did you and uh, Jesse Temple talk about on the swing? I mean, not don't give it away. Just give us a little cliff note version. Well, no, no. We talked, obviously, about how much it sucked <laughs> that, that we're not getting ready for tournament games tomorrow, uh, or, um, excuse me, uh, today <laughs> and tomorrow, and uh, Saturday and Sunday and everything like that. So that was that was kind of part of it. But we also uh, caught up with Brevin Pritzel. Um, because he certainly had uh, um, a sudden and abrupt end to his career and got his take on that. And we got his take on whether he would, you know, there was some talk about the NCAA potentially allowing winter athletes another year of eligibility. I don't think that's going to happen, but there's been some talk about it. And uh, we asked him whether he would be interested in coming back for another year. And so that was good. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's uh, we got into the Twitter questions, talked a little bit about next year. A lot of different topics. Yeah, a lot of unknowns too. Like I don't even know what, like whatever. So how would be how was recording the swing this year with this season as a whole? Like take us through the roller coaster. Well, I'm, it's kind of like it's kind of like last year, but in reverse because they got off to <laughs> such a a great start last year, right? I mean, they got you know they were fantastic in last year, shooting close to over forty percent from three, and it was great. And then all of a sudden they hit that lull in late. January and into February and kind of uh, whimpered out to the end. And this year, got off to a slow start. You know, weren't doing great. Five and five uh, in Big Ten play, six and six in Big Ten play, actually. And then going and running it off and shooting the ball really well and playing really well defensively. Team came together and it was just a complete change, complete flip. They were great at the beginning of last year, sucked at the end of the end, end of last year. This time, not very good to begin with, really good towards the end. And so, um, 
yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of how the swing was, too. I mean, it was just we had a, a lot of fun stuff to talk about the last uh, month and a half of the season. And, and uh, while there were things to certainly talk about, I don't think a lot of people were enjoying what was happening in the first you know, month and a half of the season, two months of the season, especially with Michael Potter and then the Kobe situation and all that. But, yeah, good end to it for sure. Uh, visiting with our sports director, Zach Heilpern. Right, let's go to the one sport that still is going on, at least the offseason is still going on in, in, yeah. in the NFL, Zach. Uh, the Packers, you know, make some news on Monday with, uh, you know, Christian Kirksey and former Badger Ricky Wagner. And then they make news the other way yesterday. Blake Martinez, Kyler Fackrell, Brian Bulaga. And there are a lot of Packer fans saying uh, the, the math doesn't add up, right? Two guys in, three guys out. The quality of the players in doesn't match the quality of the players out, mm-hmm. i.e. the Packers have gotten worse over the last two or three days. Do you buy that argument? I don't necessarily think they got worse. I don't think they got better. Uh, I don't think they got worse. I mean, it, uh, Kirksey went healthy. That's here's the thing with with that is if Christian Kirksey is healthy, and he hasn't been the last two years. He's played in nine games. He's a he's an upgrade over uh, Blake Martinez if healthy. You know, but the thing about Martinez was he was there every single game. Uh, the thing about uh, tackle, you're essentially Rick Wagner for. It, when do you when do you go from being Ricky to Rick? You know, because like when he when he left Wisconsin, he was Ricky, and now that he's coming back, he's Rick. Well, like, how old is he? When did, when old did is that happen? Now? What is he? Thirty? Uh, he's thirty. That's why it happens when you go corporate. That's why he's thirty oh, years old okay. now, Zach. Um, that's why that's why he turned to Rick. Twenty nine's Ricky, thirties Rick. Well, I mean, okay, Zach, I, I would you, if you listen to the show, you know, you know, we, once or twice we've referenced the movie Major League. I mean, when did he go from Ricky Vaughn to Nelson's point to Rick Vaughn? You know, he he went corporate. Well, yeah, we say, well once yeah, he got yeah, out of jail, sure. the California Penal League, he went Rick yeah. Vaughn. But what, but he, but maybe he, okay. But listen, but but hear me out here. Is he did not have a very good season last year as Rick Wagner. Um, does he switch back to Ricky and does he become? what he was the, the few years before that, because the few years before that, he was on the same level as Blaga in terms of the, the way that he was playing. His, his grades, as you would say, uh, with, with pro football focus, are, are in line with what Blaga was doing. So uh, as good as Brian was last year, and you know, and even play with the injury, which he did, like the last month and a half of the season with the knee injury, and then he, you know, he missed the, uh, the Seattle game and came back. But um, if, you can get, if you can get Wagner back to playing what he was before last year, you're fine. I think you're you're. That's kind of a that's kind of a just an equal swap. But the thing about those two guys is, can they play at the level that they were prior to it? The Packers are banking on that they can. And Kyler Fackrell, he had six sacks over a two game stretch. He had ten sacks in his final in in the other fifty nine games he played. So I don't necessarily think that's a huge loss. But um, are they better than they were? You know, three days ago, probably not. So Zach, yesterday, and I, I gotta ask if you slept very easy, like you had a little more, like um, you know, comfortability in your bed. No, no. When Jay Kumaro was tendered, <laughs> uh, actually, you know, no, it was uh, Alan Lazard that that made me. That's the one that got better. you. Oh, I was. Yeah, gonna, I thought you were gonna say Bob Tanyan since we lost Jimmy Graham because the the Bears Robert. just got a screaming deal for only paying him sixteen million for two years. <laughs> yeah, and only nine. Yeah, just nine of it guaranteed too. Like I don't know what the heck they're doing. Um, hey, but if they want those, they want that uh, nine yards per catch. Go for it. Hey, what, what do you think of? Um, I mean, no sports going on, obviously, so we got to talk a lot of things. But Tom Brady giving us some news. What do you think of of old Tommy splitting up with Bill, Bill Belichick and going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Looking forward to the cream school Tom Brady uniform, dude. That's they sure. need to bring those back. Oh, they're they have to, don't they? They have I, to. Or, they're, no, they're going to. I mean, they because. You need that uniform to make it look kind of like the Johnny Unitas to the Chargers thing or the um, Joe Namath to the, the 49ers uniform because it just doesn't look right. And I think it, it looks so much – it would not look right for uh, him to be in the in the cream skull. Though I will say he's going to have a lot of really nice targets. Um, you know, that that offense – could be pretty good, and, and I think Dario Gumbel is going to get the, some love from yeah. him too. Is it true love, that Brady only allows to play with Wisconsin backs? It, it's possible he loves throwing those. He loves throwing to Wisconsin Redbacks. I think Dari's going to get some get some play there. But there's also a report this morning that if Antonio Brown is is uh, allowed back in, that he potentially would want to sign with Tampa Bay. Yeah, so that'd be big chest. Those those three wide receivers. Yikes.
So, Zach, let me ask you this then, visiting with our sports director, Zach Hopper, because we put this Twitter poll question out earlier. And to me, you got to determine what contender is. I say contender is a playoff team because once you're in the tournament, you got a shot. Uh, the p- Twitter poll we put out is with Tom Brady on the on the Buccaneers. Do you think the Buccaneers are contenders in the NFC? You would say what? I know I've seen that they're a better shot to win the Super Bowl than the Patriots are right now. So um, that's I, I don't know if you've seen those odds at all, but uh, and I don't know what exactly that's saying because we right now Jarrett Stidham is the uh, Patriots quarterback. But um, yeah, I'm not, I think they're I would say they're contenders. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, why not? Uh, again, what are we going to get from Tom Brady? Because he was uh, him and Jameis Winston had the exact same QBR, right around the right the same QBR last year, um, and Jameis was playing with much better weapons around him than, than Brady was. But uh, they, Brady needs a bounce back year if they're going to have that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, and, and I don't know if it's possible at forty three. Yeah, I think yeah. I mean, even when I was talking about this earlier, it's the greatest storyline ever. Of you know, if, if both the Patriots and and Buccaneers are good. That's cool. Uh, if they both stink, that's you know it doesn't it doesn't do much. I think that the storyline, Zach, is if one of these work and one doesn't, and then you know the the whole you know who was more valuable, Brady or Belichick. That's to me yeah. where this thing gets decided. Right, but you know what's unfair about this is you know you know Belichick is still uh, even at his age still in his prime, right? Like he's still the greatest coach, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Brady at forty three, not exactly in his prime. Yeah. So if Brady goes and fails. Not really great. It's it's unfair to him. Um, now put, you know, maybe do this at age thirty two or thirty three. Might be a little bit different. Now, Zach, I mean, back to that Ricky Wagner real quick. Now it's Rick Wagner. Bill Belichick started winning once he dropped the Y. It was Billy Belichick for the longest time. That was with the Browns. Then he dropped it, went to Bill, and then he started winning with the Patriots. So that's what happens when he gets older. Potentially the best name change ever. Yeah, totally. Well, and think about this, you guys, keeping it closer to home. Uh, didn't wasn't he when they made the playoffs? Wasn't he Mitch Trubisky? Uh, and then he went to Mitchell Trubisky, and he got benched. So maybe maybe Mitch uh, or Mitchell should consider going back to Mitch. Is Mitchell going to be the starting quarterback uh, for the Bears? Or are they going to? I would put Cam a lot of money on Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. And then we had this debate yeah. uh, who in Nelson and Evo got into it this morning on this who who's a better team uh if Cam Newton's the quarterback of the Bears, the Bears or the Vikings? The Vikings. Who you agreed with Nelly? Well, yeah, I mean do you think you think little uh I mean, You let, and Nelson agreed on something. No, I am no, shook to my core. Let, let, let's be fair about this. Is is Cam Newton's shoulder healthy? Because if he's going to go into Soldier Field and play in November and December with hit the the uh, arm issues that he's dealt with the last few years, it could be ugly. Um, and who, it's not who like who wins more games. Who wins more Who's games? Who's more of a winner? Um, Cam Newton. Who's been to a Super Bowl? Who chokes in the playoffs? Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go look at the record. Go look at the wins. Cam Newton's a habitual winner when he's healthy. Kirk Cousins is Mister Five Hundred. All right. All right. Speaking, I mean, I, speaking of losers, we'll, let's, I, I let's don't know. The, I don't know the stats. I don't know stats between the two guys because I just don't care about either one. Yeah, I like. I would say. I would say right now, Minnesota is clearly better than the Bears. But with you know, you saw the Bears at the end of the season. They won some games late. They were playing better. If they do get whether it's Cam Newton or anybody else, Zach, I do think they become better. But I will say this: we were joking about this yesterday. Final thought. I mean. Have the Packers or anything in the division done anything to change your opinion that the Packers are still the favorite going into next year? I mean, Detroit, even though you have you know maybe one or two years left, and Matthew Stafford is like selling off, they're rebuilding. Uh, the Vikings, maybe you'd say, well, we need to see if Kirk Cousins can do a little something this year before we re-sign him. Yet they give him two more years, and then the Bears, even though they had seven tight ends on their roster yesterday, sign an eighth in in Jimmy Graham, and some of their moves have been bizarre. Like, is there anything that you've seen so far this week that would dissuade you from saying the Packers should still be thought of as the favorite in this division next year? Well, it's kind of like we talked about earlier. Uh, have the Packers gotten better? Probably not. Have they gotten worse? I guess it depends who you think. I don't think they have. I think they're probably about the same as they were, and they're going to obviously add more pieces. The other teams are too, but Minnesota gave up the Packer killer. I mean, uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, I wouldn't say abused the Packers, but he had a touchdown in every single game that he had played against them. He's no longer there. Like, that was the guy that really scared you with the Vikings. Obviously, Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen and, and uh, Rudolph were still there. But, like, 
I don't think the Vikings got better this week so far, and I don't think the Bears have gotten better this week so far. Maybe it'll change. They uh, there's still some money out there, but the Vikings, you know, two of their two of their defensive backs went elsewhere. Trey Waynes, and uh, obviously they cut Xavier Rhodes, cut a, one of their uh, you know captains on the defensive line. Like no one's gotten better than the Packers. So right now, as of Thursday, nothing's changed. The Packers still a favorite in the division. Hey Zach, and let me ask you one last question. We're doing uh, compiling the best, you know, binge watching for this social distancing, self quarantine. What would yeah. be your one go to show to binge watch? So I feel like I've seen pretty much everything. Uh, I'm a really big time binge watcher, so I'd be like looking for something new. There's, uh, it's called The Stranger. It's on Netflix. Um, just came out. It's really good. I liked your, um, the. Uh, what was the one that Nelson? What's the show? Peaky Blinders. Talking about the English show. Peaky, yeah, Peaky, Peaky Blinders. Blinders is. Have you seen Peaky yeah. Blinders? Yeah, I've seen them yeah. all. Oh. They're short seasons. Like you can finish them in like yeah. a few hours because they're all the the English. They're, I mean, they're like six episodes and they're all really really good. I didn't wasn't a huge fan of the last, but the the first three are really good. First four, I said they're really good. And uh, th- th- I mean, that would be my two recommendations. But there's so many good shows on Netflix. It's just insane. Zach, which show is Zach Hunter? Zach it, Hunters. And on which, yeah, Amazon I, I, watched, I watched. I watched the first two episodes of that. I hey. I was not as enthralled as it is as you are. But oh, um, which, Zach, which show is more ass? Big Bang Theory or How I Met Your Mother? Which show sucks more? Uh, oh, How I Met Your Mother. Sucks. Far. Sucks more. Big, big, yeah. Oh, well, by far. Yeah, Big Bang Theory, one of the best shows ever. Oof. Oof. No, no. no. Thank you, Hyle. Thanks, Bring, go binge watch now. Yeah. All right, guys. There you, he is, uh, Zach Copper. How about this, though? With Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, and Jason Witten moving on, it's the first time in NFL history multiple players changed teams in the same offseason after 16 seasons with one team. Did you guys see that Jason Witten contract, by the way? Yeah, where's he going again? Raiders. Raiders? Raiders? He got, Just why? under five mil. Yeah, it's like Jimmy Graham, these guys. I mean, like, why? I don't I don't get it. Because then he he retired, did the booth. Yes. Came, came back, back for one year. To be a cowboy. Yes. And, and now he was be a like Raider? he was like their third best tight end. And now he just signed for almost five million dollars. Jimmy Graham just got eight. Do you think there's some dudes that like Robert Tanya? Like there's some like younger guys out there wondering like, what have I got to do here? What do I got to do to show you that I'm like young and can actually run and catch the ball? Uh, yeah, that's a good question, Evo. And I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, you know, would you rather? I guess you know, once you get a name, it's still worth something. Because if I'm a GM, I'd rather have a 23 year old guy that's hungry making you know league minimum than a guy like Jimmy Graham who's 32 and has got millions in the bank. Jason Witten's abilities are fading just like his hairline. Uh, that, that'd be, Isn't that gone? I was going to say, is there any? Pretty much. <laughs> Have yeah. you ever seen him run lately? Yeah, it's it's yeah. like Jimmy Graham, but like times 10. Yeah, I don't get How the Graham deal, and I don't get the uh So uh, this Witten. was reported by Adam Schefter. Jameis Winston is not expected to land a starting quarterback job this season. Last season, last season, he was number one in passing yards, number two in touchdowns, man, but number one in picks. That'll, I bet that'll change though. Well, I think what it'll be, he'll be like this year's version of Ryan Tannehill, right? He'll go. Who's a, a team that's got a loose starter? I mean, clearly the Bears. Uh, could you say? I mean, clearly the Dolphins right now. Well, Jacksonville, he doesn't have to move too far. Right, clearly Jacksonville. I predict. Uh, I don't think Washington and the Giants are completely sold that those no. two are the future. I, I could see, you know, if Stafford gets injured again, I, I predict that Jameis Winston will go somewhere. I think Schefter's right. I don't think he starts the year, but I think it'll be like a, he goes to Chicago by week three. We all realize Trubisky stinks and Jameis Winston plays no, the rest if, of the year. If you looked at it, like all the NFL teams and their quarterbacks, he could easily walk on to eight teams right now. Easily. And yeah. That's a minimum. So I, I think I think he's and barring an injury in the preseason, I think he doesn't start week one, but I think before the season's over, Jameis Winston is a starter. But that is crazy. I mean, like you are talking about a guy who led the NFL in touchdowns and passing. You'd think somebody would be like, Man, we are so desperate for a quarterback. And then the other thing with all this craziness with the quarterbacks is there's still this thing called the NFL draft next month, and there's supposed to be like four quarterbacks taken in the top ten. Right. How many like, teams are now going to say, that? yeah, who's 
who's still going to take a quarterback now? If all these teams that are needing quarterbacks are getting, like Tampa Bay is not drafting a quarterback now. No. Nope. They just got Tom Brady. Carolina's not drafting a quarterback now. They just got Teddy Bridgewater. So what happens to the, I mean, I still think Joe Burrow's going one, and I think two is going two or three or four to Miami. But after those guys, like, where does Justin Herbert go? Where does Bryce Love go? Where are all these other guys that were, Eason, the guy from Washington, all these guys that were supposed to be, you got to wonder, if you get to 30, one of these guys are sitting there at his goody, well, freak so out Packer Nation and draft Rodgers replacement. Isn't it so weird how the NFL has evolved? That you, you you know, the longest time you had to sit behind someone and learn the game for a couple of years and eventually you'd be tabbed the starter. Now, if you're if you're the number one pick or, you know, a quarterback, you're expected to start right away. But is it kind of shifting again now? Or is it still like Dwayne Haskins for the Skins? Are the, the Skins going to go and get a quarterback? Are they going to get one or are they going to draft one? I was I was just going to say, look, Jones. At, look at Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow couldn't win a starting job in college until his fourth year. Fourth year in college, and then he was there for two seasons. And now he's expected to walk into Cincinnati, one of the worst teams in the NFL, and be a starter. Well, look at Mitch Trubisky. The guy only played 13 games, and he wasn't even that good. And he was drafted over Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Like, I don't understand how some of these GMs keep jobs for more Same. than a year. And I don't, now the the draft. I mean, again, because everyone everyone goes crazy gaga over these quarterbacks in the draft. But like Carolina, you got a new head coach. You, you know, you have a new system. You'd figure what a time to draft a new quarterback and start your new regime. Then they go and get Teddy Bridgewater. So like, there's no chance Carolina's drafting a quarterback with the seventh pick. Yeah, because why would why, they? I mean, you just gave a guy sixty five million dollars guaranteed. But we're gonna have some drama in the draft. Yep. We're no can you can, be there in the you, draft. You're right. Do you consider at 30? Hey, some is, said that the Packers GM wasn't there for the last, what, from 2012 to 2017. No, oh, Ted sees everything. Do you guys think that, that they would consider if one of these quarterbacks that was supposed to go in the top 15, because now all these teams have quarterbacks, would they entertain it? I know Gutekunst said that. I don't know if you believe him or not, but if it really happens, if a guy that was going to be top 10 a week ago – now, just because there's the music stopped, there's no more chairs, would the Packers consider taking one of these quarterbacks at 30 if they fell? <laughs> like Bryce Love or Justin Herbert fell to 30. What do you think What do you think Jalen Hurts falls to? Oh, I think he's second or third round. Someone, he's, he's someone asked me when I was streaming last night, someone asked me what if the Packers got Jalen Hurts and they used them like Taysom Hill for the Saints. It's not a bad plan. You I mean you get three, four years out of him as Rogers' backup, and Rogers still. Keeps if Roger, going. I'm sorry. If the Packers take a quarterback with a 30th pick, I will be pissed. What yeah, the only the only quarterback that I could see the Packers taking or be okay with them taking would be if Tua fell to 30. That's the only one. And did he get? Um, he didn't do anything at the combine, right? No, but no, he got he, medically cleared. Though. He quote cleared, unquote though. just got cleared. I think he has. There's no reason for him to throw. Yeah. There's no reason for him. I mean, him underperforming only has him fall. I don't so, to a, I, I well, I I don't think don't, they would do don't it. Don't but, do and it. I don't. I think somebody would eventually trade back up. I just. I, there was no way a week ago that any of these quarterbacks would have been around past like the tenth or twelfth pick. But again. Tampa Bay, Carolina, these teams scooping up the quarterbacks, what reasoning would they have to use a first-round pick now? Both those teams, a mock draft a week ago, Tampa Bay was taking a quarterback and and Carolina was taking a quarterback. So that's two picks that are now non-quarterbacks. You know, there's eventually going to be not enough quarterbacks versus teams that need quarterbacks during the draft. So then how, do the, how far do some of these guys fall? Well, yeah. I mean, then if you get if someone falls in the yeah, if you're the if you're the Packers, the thirtieth pick needs to be a skill position. What either wide receiver or tight end? Based on what we've seen the first three days of free agency, I would uh, yeah, has to be. I think I, you I could mean, argue offensive line. Too. Yeah, you can you yeah. can say that. I mean, I would, if the right player was there, but, I would pray for wide receiver at this point. So now in a second or third round situation, you got a quarterback that's fallen. Maybe se- yeah. Would you justify the Packers taking a quarterback in the second like, round? Let's say a first rounder falls to the second round. What, yeah, yeah. Then what do you do? I think I, you have to take him then, because I mean the, the Packers have never had a viable backup for eons. Yeah. I mean, do you really think but Tim Boyle? Think it, yeah. If the Packers went thirteen and three last year, that's a pretty good record, right? They went to the NFC Championship game, right? Yep. If Aaron Rodgers misses four games this year, do you think and the Packers are still a play? If everything's going well, they start out hot again. They're five and two. They're six and one. 
and Rodgers, you know, rolls an ankle and he's out for three to four weeks. Do you really think Tim Boyle can go no. three and one or two and two? No. I think you're looking at one and three or oh maybe. Four. I'd say oh one and, and three. I would say oh and four is your best bet and one and three <laughs> fingers crossed. Well, if that's the case, then forgetting about you wouldn't be drafting a quarterback for replacing okay. Aaron Rodgers. You'd be drafting a quarterback because you need True. better insurance. Like, but do you think Tim Boyle who would be better though? Tim Boyle, who's been in the system and knows the playbooks and has a, a rapport with the guys, or do you have a guy that's come in from a different system in college, doesn't know any of the guys, has never started in the NFL before, and has like yeah. the jitters? That's a fair point. But then, I mean, why do some rookie, you know, why did Baker Mayfield take over for Tyrod Taylor halfway through the year two years ago? Why did Daniel Jones take over for Eli halfway through the year last year? Like, you're right. You know, well, Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor's not a long-term answer anywhere. Eli Manning was out the door, and, you know, t- I don't know what Tim Boyle is. Tim Boyle's going to be a, a forever clipboard holder in the NFL. Yeah, I just – and maybe that's always – maybe that's – Yeah, he's got goals. He can dream. He could be the next Chase Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Sit for I mean, 10 years dude, and make $30 million. That guy started five games, and he's now made over $30 million. I mean, being a backup quarterback that's is the most incredible. Chill, that's the chillest position You don't talk about football. living the dream. No doubt. You don't have – if you, no one expects you to win when you come in. All you got to do is hold the clipboard and maybe get some water. Grind film, and then you get paid buku cash. Be sick. <laughs> nope. You could just put your feet up and chill. You're cool. You're cool as a cucumber. I just maybe if you want to weigh on this one, Packer fans would you know with all this musical chairs quarterbacking, you know it, there there's a good chance that you know a a quarterback's going to fall around where the Packers pick in the first or second round. And again, yeah, it, there's two ways of looking at it. There's the immediate need. That you're not, you're not getting in any immediate need at all. You know, it's the long term for Aaron Rodgers' replacement, if you want to think that way. Or you say we we have to find a backup better than Tom Boyle. Or maybe the comeback to that then is even with all these quarterbacks like Jameis Winston and Cam Newton. Would you ever consider going out and getting one of these guys to back up Rodgers? I mean, they're gonna they're gonna want to still play in the league. There's gonna be way more quarterbacks available than jobs available. After the draft, right? Between the rookie quarterbacks and the guys that are now free agents. Maybe this is finally the year the Packers can get an actual backup quarterback. Guys that have previously been starters in the league. Not these crumb bums they always seem to get. Crumb bums. Because maybe they'll be a... What if a guy like Jameis Winston can't find a starting job? Not a better place to be than backing up Aaron Rodgers for a couple years. If you're Jameis Winston who had, you know, number one in touchdowns... Or number two in touchdowns, number one in passing yards. I will... Skip over the fact that he's number one interceptions. But if you're Jameis Winston, do would you take because he'd have to take less money. Oh, massive. Would less. you take a massive decrease in money, even though you are number one in yards, passing yards, and number two in touchdowns? Would you cut your cut it in half? How much do you think he'd cut from his salary? Oh, to be a backup, more than half. More than half. To be a backup, yeah. I would just sit out a year. Or wait or wait. I would wait the season, see if someone get injured, and then they get they come calling you like, "Hey, do you want to come play?" Like, "Yep, yeah, sign me up." See, this is all theoretical. It's not going to happen. Someone's going to sign Jameis Winston. You don't have a guy with that much ability and just let him sit out there. Uh, by the way, good news, you guys. You could also consider this uh, with the moves the Arizona Cardinals have made. Do you know who's currently a free agent? On oh my god, bring him home. You know, statistically not great. Bring him I'll home. tell you that much. Brett Hundley still out there. Oh, I'm shocked. You mean Brett Hundley hasn't been picked up? That's shocking. Hey, didn't he lead him to one win? Yeah, uh, over the Browns. Yeah. In uh, overtime. In overtime. Uh, let's see. You got James. He's, he's just coming into his own. Yep. Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, uh, Drew Stanton. Can't believe he's still around. Colt McCoy, Josh McCown, Trevor Simeon, Mike Glennon. Brett Mike Hundley, Glennon still around? Blaine Gabbert, Matt Moore, Joe Webb, Blake Bortles are all listed as on NFL.com as currently still active league quarterbacks that are that are without a team right now. God, there's so many quarterbacks out there. I don't know. Does it just blow your mind that uh if you go back to those what mid 2000s Missouri teams where they had Chase Daniel, Jeremy Macklin and some really good players, would you believe me? Or anyone, if they told you, yeah, Chase Daniel's going to have a more successful and longer NFL career than Jeremy Macklin. <laughs> Chase Daniel. 
Jace Daniel. Jace Daniel got $18 million from three years. Uh, How much has from, he made in his career? From Detroit. Would you, didn't uh, you just have that set earlier today? Yeah, it was like over $30 million. 17, 20, here's his year. And he yeah, year, started how many games? Five? 17. Judas. 22, 27, 29. He's made $30.8 million in his career. <laughs> He's played in five games. <laughs> 30 minutes. Like, it's like, uh, what's his name? Bloomberg. He spent $500 million. He got five delegates. It's $100 million a delegate. <laughs> this guy, Chase Daniels, $30 million in five games. That's $6 million. Every time he suits up, he gets $6 million bucks. Man. <laughs> it's good work if you can get it. Oh, we might have our next D-bag nominee. Oh, Tell me more. This tough, tough scene here. So the worst trade maybe of the last however many years went down the other day. DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. Which still, I just I can't fathom how stupid that trade is. It's insanely stupid. So this is uh, according to uh, Michael Irvin, uh, who had talked to Hopkins right after the trade. Uh, you know, Irvin works at the NFL Network. Uh, Bill O'Brien, I oh my god, this is brutal. Bill O'Brien, who before you know was the Penn State before he was Houston Texans head coach, he was Penn State head coach, right? Yes. Before he was the Penn State head coach, he was the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Yes. Uh, he was there uh, when there was a tight end that played for the Patriots. Maybe you heard of him named Aaron Hernandez. And then yeah. getting convicted of multiple murders. I think I heard of that guy. Uh, Bill O'Brien, according to <laughs> Michael Irvin via DeAndre Hopkins, when they had their meeting before the trade, this is Bill O'Brien, quote, the last time I had a meeting like this, it was with Aaron Hernandez, he said. DeAndre Hopkins, obviously not pleased with that comment. He said, quote, it blew my mind that he would even bring that up. I've never been in any trouble. I don't know why he would equate this dis- this discussion to Aaron Hernandez. That's pretty bizarre. Hey, oh. I, hey I know you want to go somewhere else, but I'm going to equate you to a, a drugged-out serial killer. Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's, I mean, the trade yeah. itself is bad. And then to equate that, you know, they can't get on the same page to a guy who's like a serial killer. Uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. I think I figured look. it out. Bill O'Brien has tested positive for dumbass disease or the dumbass the virus. Dumbass virus, like, like the Ryan Bears Pace. did. Yeah. yeah, they have the dumbass virus. I gotta say, Bill. O- I mean, I would have put him up just for the trade, but that you just made the list. Wow. Yeah, that's the one. Aaron Hernan, because you because he DeAndre Hopkins, who by the way should get more money. He's only getting paid twelve million, which is like eight million less than Michael Thomas is getting. Uh so it, you, you don't want to re-sign him, so you trade him. Okay, that's fine. You can just say, uh, look, we, we can't afford you. Yep. But he says, I haven't had a meeting like this since I met with Aaron Hernandez. <sighs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, not good optics right there. Bill O'Brien is, doesn't appear to be the brightest fella. And he's the coach and GM of the Texans. It's you ever, you're in, you know, so there's certain jobs. I think everyone's had this in whatever job they are in. Where there's a guy or a girl or a person, I should say, that's around who is a complete dumbass, yet they keep getting promoted yeah. and higher up in the company, but they're like, they don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. They're like, how does this person, how does this person even put their shoes on in the morning? Let alone they have moved up the chain higher than me. I think that's an average. I think that's Bill O'Brien. Yeah, Bill O'Brien is an idiot. That he's that got is, the dumbass virus. That that is unbelievable. Yeah, he's he equates. DeAndre Hopkins, who is is probably woefully underpaid when you look at the landscape at the top, what Julio Jones is getting and what Michael Thomas is getting and some of the others. And in, instead of just saying, dude, yeah, you're probably one of the two or three best wide receivers. We should pay you. Or if you say, well, we can't pay you because we don't have the money, but we'll try and trade you and make the best deal for our franchise. He says, ah, this is like dealing with Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Oof. Not good optics right there. That is as brutal as it gets. Bill O'Brien is that? Is that one of the worst trades ever in the history of sports? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, retrospectively, you know, it's think it's like Herschel Walker and stuff like that, but we didn't know at the time. I mean, that made the Cowboys like at, for live at real time reaction to a trade. It's it's got to be one of the worst trades I've ever seen. The I Ricky mean, Williams trade was also pretty. Yeah, when, when he when when Mike Ditka grabbed a cigar and said, "I'm going home." And he traded every single draft pick for Ricky Williams. He basically gave up his entire draft. Ricky, Ricky Williams, Williams, one of my favorite NFL players pick. of all time.
I love Ricky Williams. That dude was awesome. That guy put, I mean, that guy took weed smoking to another level. Dude, he was a phenomenal player, too. Um, yeah. For a short time. That's unbelievable, Bill O'Brien. So, yeah, once again, we'll make that official. You just made the list! <laughs> Bill O'Brien, dumbass. Uh, all right, so we were asking earlier on the uh, on this uh, Twitter poll, by the way, up at Zone Madison with the Buccaneers. Ooh, sorry, uh, real quick. Another bad one? How about Demarius Randall? Four? Oh, yeah, Deshaun Kaiser. Yep. <laughs> Terrible. I don't know if that'll have the... You can't let that one slide. Significance. Was that Ted or Goody? That was Goody. It was his first yeah, move. Yeah, his first move. See, we were all on that... Uh, the golf simulator bus going to Beloit when that broke. Yeah, some we people made some bets with others. I hate. See, I loved. I really liked Demarius Randall, and I knew Deshaun Kaiser was trash. Well, he's a free agent. You know that, right? Randall time. Yeah. Yeah, he'll never be welcome back to Green Bay ever since he 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 walked out. All the players wanted him gone. Remember, it was the the Bears game. Yeah. And he left at halftime. Yep. Now he's available now. If you bring, Randall bring him time. Home. Uh, anyway, we had this. Uh, Is Twitter Kaiser poll. on the roster? <laughs> I don't, well, last time I checked, wasn't he signed with the Raiders? Well, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, he's the Raiders. Yeah, um, I, I think they're didn't they just sign Marcus Mariota? I, I think they still say that he's got the uh, the quote unquote tools, right? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, say him and Rosen got the same tools. I'm gonna no, say no disrespect Rosen like that. I'm gonna say that uh, Deshaun's time in in Las Vegas is. Uh, has come to an end. I just googled Deshaun Kaiser, and nine days ago, this article was written. Two years later, the Browns definitely won the Deshaun Kaiser Demarius Randall trade. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, it turns out I heard that uh, Deshaun Kaiser was left in Oakland because the team didn't notify him that they were moving to Vegas. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Do you, well, okay. This I want to get both your guys' answer to the Twitter poll. We've uh, the the vote right now. Do you think the Buccaneers are now a threat? In the NFC with the Tom Brady edition, sixty-three percent no, thirty-seven percent yes. I voted yes. What did you guys? I've I voted no that they're not a threat because I don't think they're gonna they're gonna have to best listen. The AFC East was pretty easy for Brady to get into the playoffs, right? Yes. Well, now who does Brady all have to play against? Uh, Carolina, Tampa Bay, or Carolina, New Orleans, and Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's, they're not juggernauts by any means, but I think, you know, they can be, they could steal a game possibly. And I could see the Saints winning both those games. I think it's a harder path to get to the playoffs. And to be a contender, you got to get in the playoffs. Tom Brady hasn't done something different in 20 years. Winning in the NFL is hard, but they do have that extra spot in the playoffs now. I don't think they're going to, I think, I'm saying no. All right. Just because winning the NFL is hard to do, and this is all brand new. Nelson, do you think they're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are contenders? And I would say the definition of contenders is you know a playoff caliber team. Well, my definition of contender is you know probably one of the better teams in the league and an odds-on team that you wouldn't be surprised if they made a Super Bowl. I'm going no. Do I think they can make the playoffs? Yeah, probably. They went seven and nine last year with Jameis Winston. I mean, he was hit or miss. If Tom Brady plays like he has the last couple years, which is a solid quarterback, but nothing flashy, doesn't throw the ball downfield, I think this team wins nine, ten games. They make the playoffs, but I don't expect them to make noise. Uh, all right, 608-321-1670. Uh, let's see, the King RXX. If Tom Brady doesn't finish above 500, does he lose his GOAT status? No chance. Uh, nobody remembers Michael Jordan playing you know, for the Wizards at the end. Uh, Brady's still the GOAT. Uh, Uno Mas, not trying to diss Tom Brady because I think he's great and successful, but he's not the Tom Brady from 10 years ago. We'll see if he can throw the deep ball like he used to. And that was like what Zach Heilprin said, uh, Evo. It's like if to compare it apples to apples, like coaches don't like have primes, right? It's not like, oh, Belichick, you're too old. Uh, your body just can't do it anymore. Like you better retire. Like Belichick's still in his prime of coaching. Brady is towards the end of his career. So they're going to be measured like who has a better year, the Patriots or the Buccaneers. Um, but is that is that unfair? I mean, if this is Tom Brady eight years ago versus Bill Belichick versus Tom Brady at soon to be 43 years old, Tom Brady, is that a fair comparison? Well, there's a reason why he's still in the league, right? There's a reason why he's still winning. Because yep. you adapt and you change and you learn how to win as your – I don't know, has his skill set diminished? I mean, people just adapt and change over time, and they learn how to do it. I mean, Tom Brady, 
the, the thing that's going against him is a brand new everything. He's done the same thing, the same system for 20 freaking years, tweaks along the way. Sure, they change things along the way. Well, this is all different. Isn't isn't that like you're back against the wall? Like, yep. I mean, there, it's going to be. It's winning in the NFL is very hard to do. It's a gutsy move. I mean, it, it, he's got. I mean, he's got to learn brand new after 20 years of being in a system. And again, as we talked about, it's it's the longest pairing in the history of North American professional sports. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Think about that. Every sport: basketball, baseball, hockey, football. No one's been together longer uh, than Brady and Belichick. Uh, Billy, welcome to the Joe and Ebo Show. Breaking news, DeAndre Hopkins lets out to uh, Michael Irvin that the, uh, he, the, the, he gave up DeAndre for the ham sandwich because Coach O'Brien didn't want uh, Michael's baby mamas hanging around the field. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I just heard it. Didn't like his Monday through Saturday actions on the field and uh, no more baby mamas. So I uh, just thought I'd let you in on it. Oh, that happened, Billy? Hey, literally, I just heard it on the radio. I just heard Michael Irvin talk about it. He hit. He talked about it this morning live. That's funny. That is really wild too. So yeah, I that guess DeAndre wild. had had enough of that and took off. Wow, no kidding. Yeah, uh, yeah. He actually used the words "ham sandwich." It was great. How'd you give it up for a ham sandwich? <laughs> I love it. David awesome, Johnson, man. a.k.a. the ham sandwich. Yeah, here it is. I got, I got it right here. Thank Here's you, the quote. Thank you, Billy. I appreciate the Bill phone call. Bill O'Brien told DeAndre Hopkins he didn't like that he had multiple baby mamas and then compared him to Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Wow. 40 minutes ago. Um, that's unbelievable. I had seen the Aaron Hernandez stuff. I didn't For see having the mothers the of his mamas. children around too much, per Michael Irvin. Wow. <laughs> Uh, good for you, Bill O'Brien. Uh, just gave away one of the three best players in the league for, quote, a ham sandwich. I mean, what kind of ham sandwich are we talking, though? Is it, like, really thick, like... Took a Black Forest ham, like, like thick yeah. cut ham? I mean, even if there are multiples, ham. don't you always want the uh, father around their kids? Um, yeah, but, I mean, what kind... I mean, we kind of weird. Do we have pickles on it? Do weird we have... for Bill O'Brien. It's a tough scene for Bill yeah, O'Brien. I mean, he's, he, Bill O'Brien's just digging himself a huge hole here. All right, you got about 20 minutes to get your votes in in the East Region today. The Joe and Evo Mythical March Madness bracket. As we uh, have eight more matchups going on today. So I'll be interested uh, tomorrow. Our Packer insider, Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, will join us. Robbie put out an article. Uh, we were talking about this with Zach earlier, and we'll have to get into this tomorrow on the show because we don't think we have enough time left today. But Rob's assertion was that, you know, I asked the question to Zach that the, the Packers did get worse over the last three days. We look at what, what was coming out versus what was coming back in, uh, that it doesn't add up apples to apples, right? But, you know, Bulaga, Martinez, and Fackrell leaving – Kirksey and Wagner coming in. The scale isn't balancing the right yeah. way here uh, for the Packers. And I, look, I don't think they're done, but I can't. I can't disagree with Rob's statement that over the last three days they haven't gotten better. You know, Zach says they haven't gotten worse. Well, um, I think Kirksey was a lateral, a lateral move. That's all predicated on him being healthy, yeah. too. It was just Nelly, a big if. Nelly, you're going to about to say something smarmy. What was it? It wasn't smarmy. I think it's just <laughs> right. But uh, I think I don't really know if the the ceilings have changed much. Because what did you get from Balaga? Yeah, you have an all pro right tackle when he's healthy. Yeah, he missed a couple games last year, but he was overall, he was healthy and he was really good. How many other seasons can you say that from Balaga? And I get it. He's also getting older, though. You lost Martinez. We know what Martinez is. He's a guy that's not quick enough, he's not fast enough, and he can't cover. So Martinez ran a 4 7 1 in the. Combine, Kirksey was a four five eight, a little quicker if you want to fall in love with the. Well, that's the thing. Numbers. If Kirksey can stay healthy, he's a guy that's definitely an upgrade. The only thing that you question is his health because of the last two seasons. If he's on the field, he's a much better player than Martinez. Torn pec and a hamstring, right? The last two years. Ricky, yes. For Ricky Wagner, he was a guy that got a big deal from the Lions just a few years ago because he was a really good right tackle. Now, has he also had some injuries? Yes, but Belaga had the same. I think obviously it's a little bit of a step back, but if these guys stay healthy, I I think Kirksey's an upgrade, and I think Wagner's not too much of a downgrade. 
Yeah, I mean, you're right, but that's the big what if. Like, right, you, one guy's got to stay healthy. I think healthy. the ceiling stayed about even. Yeah, I think. What's Bulaga always had? Injuries. What does Kirksey have last year? Injuries. Injuries. So you're just trading one just injured trading guy injured. for the other? Yeah. Okay. And obviously you're going to hope they both stay healthy this year. Of course. Year. By the way, one positive, uh, besides maybe saving the money on Bulaga and Martinez, the Packers will get, based on the money that they got, two fourth-round compensatory picks. So they do get two extra picks in the fourth round, uh, compensatory picks based on uh, money. So uh, the Packers will get two picks in the fourth round for Martinez and uh, and Bulaga. How about New England? <laughs> New England's got three third-round picks. Obviously, they get one for Brady. Kyle Van Noy. Uh, Belichick, he literally just doesn't care. Jamie Collins, I mean – Three all-star Pro Bowl caliber guys just walk out the door. <laughs> Belichick, I, I don't know if this guy's like the, the biggest, grumpiest, curmudgeon, weird old guy or just like the most evil genius this planet has ever known. He just lets the, maybe the greatest ever play the game walk out the door and two other Pro Bowlers, they've signed nothing. They have no draft picks. Is he get them taken away? Or he'll trade one five minutes before a season starts to bring a guy in. He just he doesn't care. He's like, I'll give me a bunch of nobodies. I'll be I'll coach him up, and my guys will be better than yours. Would you Would you rather see the Patriots succeed or Tom Brady and the Buccaneers succeed? That's a good question. I think it'd be more impressive if Bill Belichick did it with nobody. Who's even Who's even on that roster that you're like, yeah, that guy's good? I don't know if I would say evil genius. I think you could just say Bill Belichick's just the most disciplined guy. In the sport. I mean, like, that's, that's, he doesn't let a guy get too old. He doesn't let a guy, you know. Be five minutes late to practice. Yeah, voice out. He doesn't, he doesn't let a guy get too emotional or he'll cut him. He is just super disciplined, and if you don't fit that mold, you're not going to be on this team. But if you kill guys, it's okay. Until charged. <laughs> yeah, until charged. Innocent until proven that's guilty. That's crazy. Three pro bowlers out. Belichick's like, whatever. Uh, by the way, also good news for you Packer fans. Uh, Kyler Fackrell was good enough, you guys, to get us a sixth-round compensatory pick. See, I think Goody's going to really like those fourth-round picks because that's where he might be able to finally find a receiver in this draft. Like, like how many times did he use in the what was it, the last two years where he drafted receivers in the fourth, fifth, sixth round, and we got guys like Jamon Moore, Geronimo Allison. He ends up signing... Uh, Kumro off the streets, which oh, God. probably Kumro. where he belonged. But uh, those fourth-round picks that we got or the Packers got for Blake Martinez, for Brian Balaga, those could Ow. be good receivers in this draft that turn into something. They're not Geronimo Allison's and Jamon Moore's if he can make the right pick. Well, I think those could be if. big. I think those could be big. Remember when he made a pick in the 12th overall pick in the first round? Yeah, oh, I remember it. You mean the future Hall of Famer? Speaking of things that make me sick. So the king on Twitch says, I'm telling you now, the Patriots will draft Alex Hornibrook and go <laughs> to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think Nelson, the more I think about it, and I think it's nuts, but the more I think about it, the more I can get behind Nelson's, they're just going to roll with Stidham. And Belichick's going to say, see, told you so. Yeah, probably. Like I can, I can get you, I can win with anybody. Like, why would I need to go out and get Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston or Cam Newton? He's like, I can win with anybody. Hell, Matt Castle got an eleven wins. And what? Watch his career. What did he? What did his career end up being after that? Literally nothing. That's some good. The Packers owned him a bunch when he was a Viking. So that yeah. happened, right? It did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Belichick is the is the the story here. 